Come on. All right. Welcome to Fixie's Playground. I am your host and content creator, Trevor. And it is Christmas Eve 2021. It's um, been a while since I've been able to push out an episode. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, been busy with a career change. Um, with a lot of people canceling on me uh, frequently. And then me kind of just being extremely disappointed to where, like, I didn't want to do anything for a couple of weeks. You know, it, it happens. But uh, we're back. And it's a special holiday edition. And I have a special guest. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself, guest. Hey, thank you, Trevor. My name is Simon. I'm from Buffalo, New York, and I, I love movies. I'm a, I'm a high school football coach, and that's about it. <laughs> hey, that's fine, buddy. Uh, just to let you know, it, it's only an audio recording, so you don't have oh, to worry okay. about your video or anything like that. Um, it's nice to have you on. Um, love football, obviously. I've, we kind of know each other. Um, from a football group to start and then now we're in several groups together you're a bills fan i'm a saints fan um how do you like being a high school football coach uh it's fantastic my first year during it i'm the defensive line coach for nice Mm -hmm. teaching uh, them that that swim move and and how to get those angles yep angles Uh 45 angles yeah i hear you oh well i was uh yeah just thanks for yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks for letting me um be on the podcast. It's a pleasure, making sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a pleasure to have you on. I was a, a offensive lineman for six years, so um, off opposite side of the ball, obviously. Yeah. But uh, I understand how it works, you know, and try how to try and stop it as an offensive lineman. Um, yeah. It was it was funny because in high school I was a, I was freaking like I love football, but I was a freaking terrible defensive lineman. But I always um. Like I never started for JV, no sorcery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I always had the opportunity to mentor the the young guys, and my especially in varsity and coach took notice, and he offered me a job. So that's kind of where I'm at the moment. So yeah, that's awesome, man. I'd love to get into coaching. Uh, it just wasn't in the cards. By the time I realized I wanted to do it, it was just a little too late. So might be something I try yeah. to pursue later on. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. But um, oh yeah, I love football. Um, so let's go ahead and get to movies. We're gonna um change things up a little bit, folks. Um, being that it's, I'm having a hard time getting people on, we start doing movie reviews. Uh, I'm gonna try to get guests on with me. I might have solo podcast episodes, but they'll only be like an hour long if it's just me. Um, until I can get more guests on for longer periods of time. Or I am looking for a co-host, if anybody's interested. Uh, I would need like two episodes a month. So you'd have to be dedicated, um, you know, because if you're not, then it makes me less dedicated and things don't get done. So just putting the word out there, if you know anybody interested, y'all hit me up on Facebook or Fixie's Playground, Trevor Blanchard, you know where to find me. Um, that being said... We're going to be doing us a, a movie review tonight. We'll also talk about some of the movies we like, get to the genres before we hit up uh, our our topic of the night, which will be the new Dune movie, which I loved, but we'll get into that. Um, Simon, why don't you go ahead and give me 
some of your favorite genres, maybe your top three movies. Ooh, that, that you're lucky because um, top three I can it's pretty easy. But if you said top five, top ten, then I would have been kind of a pickle there. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I've always I just love movies in general. Um, any kind of genre. I'm not a big horror fan, but rather than that, I'm a big movie guy in general. Um, comedy, action, drama. That's basically my three go-to's. But um, if I had to pick three movies, my dear friend, um, number one would be Shawshank Redemption. Just an amazing movie. It's mm-hmm. I have. It's I watch it about three times a year. It's it's beautiful. It's Morgan Freeman is just I can't say anything more about the. I would probably say uh, there will be blood. That movie nice. is just amazing. Also, I love Daniel Day Lewis and Paul Dano. Mm-hmm. I love the guy, but like. <laughs> It seems like every like role he's in, like he gets the crap beat out of him, like every movie he's in, which I think yeah. is kind of funny. But um, yeah, but that's number two and number three. I would probably say Good Will Hunting. Um, Golly, I think uh, you and I are are we we got some top fives together, man. Yeah, <laughs> you say all the great movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I've, I've I've just Robin Williams was a big staple in my childhood, and I. Did not watch Good Will Hunting till I was like fourteen years old, because when I was thirteen, I started to get into like, like more mature like movies and like, yeah. I mean, I found out Matt Damon did a movie with Robin Williams. I believe my freaking mind. And when I was fourteen, when I first watched the movie, and um, like I was very like, it's a very good like age, like if it makes sense. But it's like a very good age to watch the movie, yeah, because it kind of gives you like, well. You know, I mean, um, Matt Damon's character in that movie is um, at a transition period in his life, or at least the movie is is about him coming to terms with the transition. You know, Um, you can argue that he became stagnant in his life. You know, he had a certain perception of what it was he was going to be, which was a wise guy in Boston who does construction. Um, But his his intelligence um leads him to to have a different path and it, it's not just an encouragement of robin williams character it's also his friends who are like are you fucking stupid like if i had your your gift with math he's like i'd, I'd leave you in a heartbeat you know stuff like that yeah um, that, yeah that's why i love the movie so much especially because of the relationships between matt damon and ben affleck's character and mm-hmm. casey affleck's character and it's brilliant because like even like that's what real friends do. Like they want to yeah. see their friends succeed. Yeah. And that's why I think mm-hmm. it's important for teenagers to like see the movie. Cause like it, you got to learn how to not only like take care of yourself, but like you got to learn how to like root the other friends on. Cause that's because in life, when you grow up, like you're going to have a, you have to have a crutch sometimes life sucks, you know? So yeah. You gotta, yeah. And I think like, it's, it's not just that it's also, um, you can argue it's about, being willing to have help yeah right because that's what robin williams character does is help uh matt damon's character um you know work through his issues and then also realize what he wants um i I love the friendship tone like i agree it it reminds me of the relationship i have with my friends which is we we all want each other to be better you know um and we're all willing to push each other to be better so this movie definitely shows that. Um, 
Oh, I love it. I love it. It's it's one of my favorites, obviously. Um, Shawshank Redemption is right up there too. It's yep. it's a roller coaster of emotion. It it has so many different tones, different feels. Because it's very. I mean, it's a long movie. It's what almost three hours, or a little bit over three hours. Um, yeah, give or take, yeah. Give or take. Uh, great acting, great storyline, great plot. Um, and like I said, there's there's times in the movie where like it's feel good, but then there's other times where it's utterly depressing, and then it's everywhere in between. And there is a little bit of like suspense, and and you could argue horror with him having to deal with some of the other inmates and the guards and his situation. Um, I know this one's probably gonna sound corny, but like Forrest Gump is is like my top five, and, and I say that simply because. I can put that movie on at any time of any day or I can just like, which I don't have cable anymore, but like when I had cable, if it was on, like I would just put it on and I could watch it and I have the same level of interest in it every single time. That would be probably my top five actually to mm-hmm. Forrest Gump. That's a, my, um, my, um, it was always my, um, my, my dad's favorite movie. And, um, mm-hmm. he's, he since passed on about four or five years ago, but, um, Every time I watch it, like it reminds me of my dad because he always wanted to watch it. Every time I go to his house in Ohio, he will always say, Well, son, only have three movies. And one of the movies, son, is um Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna watch it. Is that okay, son? I'm like, okay, dad, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Time, you know, so we um that movie is very special, not just because of that, but just the movie's just brilliant by itself. It's one of the best book to film adaptations. The rest mm-hmm. of my opinion, like it's it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant, brilliant movie. Yeah, um, Hanks is amazing. But um, let's um, if, let's get talking about Dune, man, because I <laughs> let's <laughs> I, do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, you're excited. I can tell. Yeah, love this movie from start to end. But I want to get, I want to hear your thoughts on it first, though. Okay, so I, I'm I'm up there with you. Um, I don't mind giving this movie a hundred out of a hundred. Uh, in my personal opinion. And it's weird to say that because at the end, of, and I'm going to say this right now, at the end of the movie, I was like, man, the second movie is going to be better than this one, right? Yep. And how many times can you watch a first movie of a series? Like, Because I knew there was going to be more than one Dune movie. Uh, and I was like, it's so weird that I got to the ending, and all I can think is that second movie is going to be better. And I can't yep. believe I'm saying that because normally sequels aren't. You know, there are some out there. Don't get me wrong. There are some some movie number twos that are good or better, but not many. So saying that, um, let's just start with great acting, right? All the actors in that movie. I mean, you had some some top name actors in there. Uh, Zendaya um, was in there. Uh, uh, Timothy Chalmette, I think is his name. Chalamet, yeah. Chalamet, okay. I, not good with saying names properly. Sorry, folks. But um, uh, Broslin was in there. Um, what's his name that plays uh, the older Trades? I can't remember his name. Uh, Oscar? Yeah, Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Oscar, Oscar Isaac. He's a great actor. Uh, the mother was a great actor. Like, the acting was phenomenal. Um, I'm a very big fan of epic movies, you know, like large scale epic movies. And th- this is one, you know, cause you're talking about, um, you know, interstellar politics 
on a grand scale. Now, Dune itself as a planet is just massive. And it just it, it reeks of being epic because you got sandworms and you got the the, the people out in the, in the desert and you got the spikes and you got these warring planetary factions for control of the spice. And you got like the Bene Gesserits. And I was kind of sad that they didn't show the um, the space travelers, though, you know? Yeah, they showed a little bit, but like they didn't like I was waiting for the gigantic tank that has like slime that leaves, leaves slime on the floor. And like there's this weird creature in there, you know, who's been altered by the spice. Like I was sad about that. But as far as storytelling was concerned, like it it didn't mess with the plot at all. So I can't complain about that. That was more of a, a an aesthetic that I wish I, I just wanted to see. Um the visuals of the movie were amazing and, and, and the tracks, like all the, all the, um, the score, like the well-placed perfect sounds. Um, like I said, it just gave me like chills watching it. Cause I was like, this is beautiful and it sounds amazing. And then here's this complex, awesome storyline, right? Which, I mean, I've seen the old Dunes. Um, I haven't gotten around to reading the books. I heard they were kind of tedious, but I want to read the books. Um, but overall, like I said, I, I can't not give this movie 100 out of 100. Like, it was, what, two and a half hours, almost three hours? And yeah. I felt like 20 minutes, but also like 20 years at the same time, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was... <laughs> well, the, the best... Well. I guess um, if you don't mind, I'll go because um, I'm just so excited, man. Go ahead, um, go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's the the thing about like obviously I love movies, so like I, so like I can't really complain. But like, there's a lot of like three hour movies in there, and like I obviously don't mind them. But like, with one sitting, I can't really do like three hour movie, unless it's in the theater. Mm-hmm. I can't really do a three hour movie in one sitting. I have to take breaks sometimes. But like with Dune, it was about like that two and a half like three hour like frame I if I remember correctly. But um yeah it, it was a very easy watch. Like I it was just the flow was good. The actors was just outstanding. I think Timothy Chalamet is going to be an amazing mm-hmm. he has an amazing future. I agree. He's in some other stuff where he's really good. So um I yeah. knew he had the acting chops. You know, yeah. I just wanted to see it. <laughs> <laughs> he was um amazing and um and on um, Ladybird. And I remember when I first saw that movie, I thought, yeah, that kid's going to have all the future. That he's going to be so good. Yeah. And sure enough, he's he's amazing. Um, Sandeo was good also. Um, Rebecca Ferguson was amazing in it also. Oscar Isaac was good. Um, Jason Momoa was also in it. The thing that- yeah, I forgot to mention him. And I mean, he's he's one of my favorite guys to watch. You know, not only just because of uh his roles as Aquaman, but like, he's, he's a very fun guy to watch and like, he's a good actor. So, yeah. um, you know, you want to see a little bit more from him and, uh, we're starting to get it in different movies. Um, another thing I like from Timothy was a uh, King on Netflix. Have you seen it? I have. It's fantastic. That was a great I, movie. So, uh, I just wanted to add, add that to one of my favorite movies from him. Um, yeah, that's one of those movies where I was like, I saw that movie and then they announced him as, as being in Dune, and I was like, "He's gonna do good. He's gonna do good. This is great." <laughs> the, the the second I heard that Denis Villeneuve, the director, signed on for Dune, 
I immediately went, hell yes, this guy is one of the best directors working today. He directed Prisoners, which is one of my favorite Hugh Jackman movies. He directed the new um, Blade Runner movie, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. He directed Arrival, amazing movie. So I was so excited when he signed Then I heard Hans Zimmer was going to do the score, and that was even a bigger... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. They're bringing out all the big guns, which they yeah. should. They should for this kind of movie, though. It was much wanted <laughs> for me anyway yeah i um i unfortunately I, like not unfortunately because it was a great movie but i had to settle for hbl max but i would have killed mm-hmm. to see it IMAX yeah i i um see me to go to the movie theaters uh it's like an hour trip to get there uh to go to one that's worthwhile and then um i usually go late that way when i go like my kids are about to go to bed so like it's not too hard on my wife you know so i'm going to watch movies at like 10 o'clock at night and this is a three-hour movie you know <laughs> so like i don't leave the theater till midnight one o'clock and um yeah. but it was i i made the trick because i was like i have to i have to you know but i grew up watching the old dune both there was like a four-hour version and then there's like a two-hour version later on and then um i don't think i was able to catch the sci-fi min- like series that they had but um, I was just so much about it. Um, so I was like, I got to go watch it. So I, I made the time and I went and uh, it was worth it. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm going to watch it again. It's going to happen. But it's um, oh, just so good. Um, and I liked they they did really well. Um, there's a couple, like I said, there's a couple things that weren't in this movie that were in the older movie. But there are some things that were exactly the same. The same. And it, it was better than, yeah. yeah. I, um, and, and I appreciated that so much because it's like, look, I understand you're remaking a movie, right? Because this is a remake. I mean, we, we you know, obviously it, it was geared to, hey, we're making more than one. So we're not going to do nearly as much. But, um, you know, I like the idea. You could change it a little bit, but keep it on par with what it was, you know, because you know you get these directors that come in and they try to make it their own and then it's something that it shouldn't be and then all you're doing is pissing off the fan base and uh they did not do that with this movie <laughs> you know <laughs> this movie was very true <laughs> to, to the fan base was, and yeah it was um the thing about and like i like super strong do enough like i thought it was harmless but I um it's funny because before I knew Beneath and Uven, Hans Zimmer and all those people, Shanamay signed on. I was like, really? The old David Lynch film? I mean, I like the movie, but okay. But yeah. I think it's brilliant they remade it because rather like I think it, a lot of people can agree, like the old one had some flaws mm-hmm. that were outdated and and I thought it was perfect because Dini Fanouf signed on. He said, hey, I'm going to fix all these flaws. I'm going to make these better. And it's and I have 21st, techno- 21st century technology on my side. In contrast with Doom, like they didn't century technology back then. So yeah, I, just everything about this movie, man, which was spectacular. And I saw it and I was even blown away, blown away with the effects. And I had like this little LG TV in my room. Like <laughs> it was that yeah. good. Yeah. But. Oh yeah. It, it just quality, man. Quality. Oh, so much yeah. quality. Yeah. My my 
it's funny though. It always makes me laugh. The minute they released it, it was almost like they said, because they kind of knew like the cliffhanger could like pissed off a lot of people that didn't know there was like more than one mm-hmm. Dune yeah, book. Yeah. And they basically said, okay, guys, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down. There is going to be a second movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of funny Which, that they, um, um, yeah, I was like, oh, there's definitely going to be a second one. Um, at the end, I was like, oh, like there's so much we haven't even gotten into yet. <laughs> and it's funny because like the Doom books go a lot further than like the original movie went, you know? So, um, but like and I said, they, that, that, but, um, and that's like the best thing about like that. Uh, that's the like that's my major flaw with the um David Lynch film. Like I liked it, but like there's just so much to unpack mm-hmm. in that time frame because they were trying to fit all the all the books in this one. And I yeah. have and like they tried to fit everything in this one movie. Yep, and like the new the new was like. Okay, let's kind of slow this down because I know that this is going to be a big budget, big bucket. No, big budget. Yeah. <laughs> um, blooper. Um, a uh, big blood, big budget film. There we go. Jeez, Louise. Um, so he kind of knew, hey, if this goes well and if I make it right, then I probably will get a movie, another movie or two. Yeah. So I, so I think he's just taking his time with the story, and I think it's brilliant. And I'm all for being patient, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, that, and that's what I was saying about the the, the Dune books. They're very tedious. Uh, for the people I've talked to, it's it's highly highly political. Like they're they're extremely political and faction based. And there's a lot of court intrigue that goes into everything that's going on. So it is a lot to unpack, especially if you're trying to transition it from book to movie. Uh, you know, which it's already been done, and it was successful when it was done originally. But it there was room for it to be better, and there was room to add more too. Um, and I felt the cutoff point that they did worked very well for this first movie because I enjoyed the entire movie, and it left me wanting for more. And I mean, I, I knew there was going to be more after watching the ending, but I was like, you know what? I, this sounds this seems like the logical stopping point for the movie, right? Because yeah. if you go any more, then you're going to have to start a whole lot more. So. Yep, and I and I'm happy that they're gonna make another one because I'm assuming, maybe not assume, but um, I think it's possible that the next movie is going to be only exclusively in theaters. Oh, that's, yeah. how I, that's how I would do it. So like that to me like is going to give me more motivation to actually go to the theater. Yeah, I'm like one like 15 minutes away from my house, so it's like it's not like that far away. But um, it's just going to make me like inspired to actually go to one. In contrast of October, I was like. I was with college and I was busy. I'm like, yeah, I'll just watch it at home. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh, um, I understand, man. Busy life. It's hard. You know, there, there are specific movies that I'll I'll make sure and go to the theater for. But there's a lot I don't go to that I'd like to. But I'm just like, man, can't justify it. You know? Yeah. Sure. God, it's just it's, it's I'm just so excited. For me. I, I just again, I cannot overstate there. Overstate how excited I am for this movie. It's going to be. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. They should. They, they have a list of great movies that are going to be coming out in the next year, I believe. Uh, yeah. Um, if I, hold on, let me actually. Yeah, pull it up. Twenty twenty two, good old Google. How this points? Uh, yeah. So we have the the across the Spider Verse, which I'm excited for. 
Mm-hmm. We got the new Thor movie. We got Wakanda Forever. Yeah, you got the next Batman movie that's supposed to be coming out. The Batman. Batman. Uh, Uncharted. Uncharted, yeah. Mission Impossible um, 7. Jurassic World, obviously. I mean, I'm not saying you have to love the movies, but like, I get excited for any Jurassic movies. Um, yeah. Morbius, obviously. I think you mentioned that one. Um, here's yeah. a personal... Yeah, here's a personal guilty pleasure of mine. Top Gun Maverick. Give it all to me. I'm ready for it. Yeah, Tom Cruise, you you might be the same person, but it's okay. <laughs> you know? Um, uh, have you ever seen... You've probably seen... Have you ever seen the um the Oprah Griffney, Griffney? Oprah, I cannot... The Oprah interview where um, he's like, jumping on the couch. Like, yes. Yes, I have. It's amazing. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then they got... Uh, let's see. All right, they got a Harry Potter 20th anniversary coming out. Um, HBO Max. HBO Max. That should be interesting. <laughs> um, another Eternals? Or is that just coming? Oh, that's coming out on Disney Plus. Okay. I'm just looking through this. Uh, Doctor Strange, another movie. Uh, the Northman, which looked good to me. Uh, they're doing a remake of Scream. I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, I'm probably going to watch it, I guess. Um, okay, this one should like not surprise anybody. Uh, the Secrets of Dumbledore, right? The, yeah. third, the, fi- the third and final installment. Um, sorry, my boy, Jai Depp, but uh, at least they got a decent actor to replace you. So, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, I know, but <sighs> it's sad. Yeah, it's it's sad. Yeah, I know. But um I don't know. Um this is a weird one to mention, but I, I love Bob's burgers, so I'm gonna mention the Bob's burgers the movie. I think that's fine. I like Bob Burgers also. <laughs> um this one's gonna be a guilty pleasure of mine again. And I know like not a whole lot of people are gonna like it, but they're coming out with another Jeepers Creepers movie. Yep, yep. So Jeepers Creepers Reborn, I'm gonna watch that. Uh mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have to watch it, I'm just saying. To watch yeah, it. I, I'm excited for that. Um, oh yeah, the oh, the oh my god, the Mario film. How can we forget that? Chris yeah. Pratt. <laughs> yep, Mario film, and then uh, Sonic Two. Because see us a little bit of Tails and Knuckles. Um, yeah, I was actually kind of surprised by the first one because I know um you have kids. I have a five year old and seven year old sister, so I watch a lot of kids movies myself. But, I do. Um, I enjoy them too. I mean, yeah. um, what is it? Soul that came out a while back. That one was fantastic. Awesome. It was amazing. I was like, wow. Yeah. And then um what was the other one? Uh the other one was uh it's kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons movie, but it was made by Pixar or Disney. No, it was um, called Ray of the Last Dragon. No, I want to watch that one though. But uh no, this one was about two two trolls or whatever they got that like their dad passed away and they find a magic staff. That was um onward. Onward. That was amazing. And I'm a huge like D D nerd, so like it hit on so many levels. Yeah, and like and my kids also, loved like, it too. Yep, D and D Dungeon Dragons me too. Yep. Same, but um it it resonated with me and my sisters because like I said before, my dad passed away last year. So it's like kind of mm. like really, really, really cool to see that message for like kids without like the dad. Yeah. Saying, like, yeah, I thought that was just a really, really fun. Oh movie. yeah, it definitely hit hit really well. Um this one, I don't know how to feel about it, but Lightyear is supposed to be coming out, you know, Buzz. 
Yeah, um, no, I think um, it's not Tim Allen doing the voice. I don't think it's somebody else, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah it's Chris Which, Evans. Yeah. Oh, okay. That should be interesting. And that'd be interesting. I don't yeah. know how um, I feel about that. But, um, okay, Aquaman. Aquaman, yeah. The Just Lost Kingdom. So. Lost Kingdom, and I'll mention one more. Oh, yeah. oh my God! Avatar Two is finally coming out. <laughs> Ooh, that makes me excited. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it took you long enough, James Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he, he wanted to let it sit for a while, you know? <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Black the Adam. Memes. Go ahead. Black Adam. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Black Adam, Adam. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder, which I'm sure some people are going to be like, eh, but I'm going to be like, yeah. Yeah. But no, it's funny about Black Adam because that was also in production for the longest time. Mm hmm. That, because he was ca- he signed on to the project Dwayne did. Yeah, I've been hearing about it for a while too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why. Oh, Flash. Yeah, the Flash should be coming out. That'll be interesting. I'm, they can't see it, but I'm currently wearing a Flash T-shirt. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Is that it? Is that all she wrote? I think that's some I mean, of this. Oh, downtime yes. Abby too. That's going to be another one instead of four. Yeah. Eh, I'll be all right with it, I guess. Creed three, I guess I'll have to watch it. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Not, oh my god. Yeah. I, I, Are they I like making the Salem's Lot? Sorry, go ahead. I, I um, I did not know that. That's kind of <laughs> that's awesome. But um, I I freaking love. I I liked the first Creed movie. I thought it was really really good. Mm-hmm. The second one was amazing. I thought. They finally gave Drago's like character some much needed arc. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and I I, enjoy, so I enjoyed those movies. I don't know. Some people complain, but I was like, nah, that's it's good. Shit. You know, if you <laughs> like that kind of movie, I don't see why you want to like this. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, remaking Salem's Lot. Well, actually, I think it's a continuation. It might be a sequel. I would assume it would be a sequel. I would that's that's what it looks like. It looks like a sequel. They're saying uh, the main character goes back home and discovers everyone that he used to know is now vampires. Mm. So. Yeah, that Uncharted movie, though, that's the one I'm most hyped up for. It's gonna be mm-hmm. really good. Ooh, excuse me. No, you're good. But yeah, we got, <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got a lot of movies coming up, right? Yeah. It's gonna be a ton of oh. stuff to want to watch. How can you forget the Minions movie? How can you forget? About oh, that? well, obviously. Well, that's that's one my kids will like. So, yeah, yeah. don't mind. Yeah, they're funny. Yeah, funny enough here. So, oh, for sure, for sure, yes, sir. Do you um? What do you want to talk about next? Anything and everything. Uh, uh how's your Christmas going? Merry Christmas, oh. listeners. You know, oh, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas to you, listeners, and Merry Christmas to you, Trevor. I hope your family and yourself are safe and healthy through the season, my brother. Um, yeah, it's it's been going good so far, man. Thank you for asking. It's um really good. We're just just hanging out and really doing nothing. I'm on break from college, so I'm doing yeah. It, it's nice to to have a little little break, you know. Yeah toned down i um we have christmas with my kids tomorrow and then i think my mom's coming over for lunch but like we've we got most of our christmas done already so it'll be mostly a, a just kind of a relaxed and chill four-day weekend so we have friday off 
which is today. We got Saturday, Sunday, and I have Monday off. So we don't it'll be nice. Asking, you said you had a career change. What do you do now? I did. So I used to do CNC machine work. I would operate a plasma cutting table that was roughly 40 foot by 10 foot long. And I would cut large sheets of metal into various sizes and shapes. And we'd also bend them with a 600 ton press. I did that for three, four years. I was with that company. I mean, I only did the CNC side for about two years, but so I had a whole lot of events happen to me within a week's time frame. So my new job, I am working with children on the autism spectrum doing ABA therapy, uh, behavior therapy. So my job is I'm a behavioral therapist technician. So I run programs that help teach children on the autism spectrum how to communicate. That's really free. And uh, also just how to act within a normal range in society. So it could be anywhere from talking to pointing to pictures. Um, because you know, I can't go into too many details with, with my actual patients. There's a uh, HIPAA laws that prohibit that. So, but I'll, I'll, I'll say this much, you know, some of these kids in this range, um, it can be very frustrating if you can't tell people what you want, how you feel. Imagine not being able to talk or knowing how to talk or knowing how to tell someone something, how aggravated you would be, how frustrated you would be. And what would you do if you did something and it got the people you want's attention, you would keep doing it. Right. Well, sometimes those kinds of behaviors could be hitting, could be yelling, could be throwing tantrums. So my job is to go in and run these programs that are formulated from science-based evidence um, to slowly step-by-step teach these kids appropriate ways to communicate. So, um, it's a challenging job. Um, I'll tell you what my bosses told me when, when I was getting hired on, like, look, the money's not worth it. Like if you're coming in into this field, just to get paid a little bit more, it's not worth the money. Like it's, it's difficult. So I'm not in it for the money and I'll, I'll say why in a little while, but, um, there is uh, a lot of satisfaction from it, right? There's a lot of, um, what's the word? Um, I'm definitely passionate about it. You know, my last job, I was good at it, but I wasn't passionate about it. Um, whereas this, you know, like I, I go to work every day to try and help this kid have a better life, you know, to impact their life. So, um hopefully it works out you know we, we, i've already seen some progress i've been at it for about two months now and uh it's just so fulfilling to see progress being made you know it's awesome that's really awesome dude my um my uh, mom was actually my mom's actually a social worker so mm-hmm. she deals with like like kids on the spectrum all the time i'm not autistic myself but i'm kind of on the spectrum it's um mm-hmm. and that let's call it ntpnos i was like like a spectrum, I, like um, mm-hmm. not specified. Um, right, hold on. and I, I <laughs> no, but, that's um, fine. Yeah, my yeah. my uh my sister um, my sister in law has uh Asperger's syndrome, so she's high functioning autistic. Yeah. Um, and I mean she so that, she's she goes to college, like she's gotten a degree, like right. You know, so so, so that's so that's me. I'm high functioning autistic. That's mm-hmm. basically much of, but yeah. um. It's um like I can relate, man, because like growing up, like it was 
So it's kind of like not hell, obviously, but that's kind of a rough way to it's, put it. It's like, challenging, man. It's it very be, challenging growing up. Yeah. yeah, it can be very difficult on everybody involved. So I'm happy that there's a field out there such as mine that, that can try to help out, you know. Um, so the other bit of craziness that happened was so I went in for my job um, consultation on a Wednesday, right? And uh, basically, I went in for observation. So I went in top to observe like what my job would be. So then I observed, sat down with my bosses. I went, well, they weren't my bosses at the time, but like my now bosses. So uh, they're like, okay, are you still interested? So I said, yeah, let's, let's, let's do this. Okay. So um, you have to get certified by a state board. Like you have to, uh, you know, pass a background check and a couple other things. Cause it's a social, you know, you get the government pays for these these things uh well somewhat insurance also pays for it but it's a, it's a government ran program so um so i'm like yeah sure we'll we'll do it i was like just let me know i'll put in i'm gonna put in my two weeks notice uh that friday so this is wednesday that friday i'm putting in my two weeks notice and then so that thursday um there's a football game the seahawks played the rams it was their first matchup of the season um i put in a DraftKings bet for that game and I tied for first place on that DraftKings bet. So this DraftKings bet was for a $15 buy-in on a, a Thursday night um, sponsored thing. So I ended up cashing out almost hundred grand on this $15 <laughs> bet. So Fixie's Playground listeners, uh, letting y'all know. Most of my friends know and family know now, but I mean, I don't mind putting it out there. Simon now knows. Yeah. So Simon, I set a six-person lineup and cashed out and it was supposed to, and i tied i tied with like 14 other people so the the first place prize was supposed to be 1.5 million yeah and i i had to split it but i'm not complaining like i'm yeah. super yeah. thankful and grateful for the money that i've gotten um so it took almost an entire week to get the money in my bank account because they have to vet you and then they have to apply it to like your address you got to send them a picture of your id um, it just takes a little while, you know, they got to verify everything, make it all legit. So, but this, this happened. So the Wednesday I decided to quit my job, the Thursday, I won the money, the Friday, I put my two weeks notice in. <laughs> it was a very eventful <laughs> week. The following Thursday is when I got the money. So yeah. I got the money and look, I know it's going to sound terrible, but, um, cause I a hundred percent don't think you should be driving on your phone, but I was definitely on my phone for like five minutes paying bills off as i'm driving home because of this money i got in and then i put the rest in savings my wife paid off some bills like the only bills we have left is our house uh our mortgage on our house and then we put some money towards getting my wife a new vehicle so um sitting pretty good so when i say like i got this job i'm not in it for the money because i'm literally not in it for the money like i'm yeah. in a place where i can work any job i want i can go work at mcdonald's and afford to live I'm not going to do that, obviously, because <laughs> I, I have kids. So, like, I still need to make a decent amount of money. I still want to be in a better position than I am now. So, um, it's been wild and it's been crazy. It's also half the reason I haven't been pushing out episodes. Um, I got a new computer. So, I had to transition all my audio files, programs, everything to yeah. the new computer. Then I had some issues with some of my stuff. So, like, I, I actually I let out, I released an episode today for Fixie's Playground. It's a football based one, but it was done like maybe a month ago. I couldn't get it to work. I finally got it. Um, 
but the white life's been crazy so uh <laughs> we're just starting to tone down bad. again yeah <laughs> oh it's huge it's 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 a game changer you know um like i said i i know some people aren't religious or whatever but like i definitely believe in god and I, I believe i've been blessed with this money so um you know i did the right thing took care of my bills and everything like that um i've been giving back to the community in different ways, not just the church, you know, uh, friends, some strangers, charities, stuff like that. Um, I do believe if you, you know, not, not to preach to anybody, but like, if you ever get that lucky, give back, man, help out people. If you can help them out, um, you know, don't ask for anything in return. Just, I feel like that's the best thing you can do, you know? Uh, so it's been wild, man. It's been wild. Um, man. Yeah. So, uh, funny enough, I don't play as much DraftKings as I used to, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't want to give them too much of their money back, but, uh, I still play, you know, I still, I still do regular fantasy football. Yeah. I'll take my money. Yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. You know, it's, it's, if you're at the casino and, and you hit yeah. five grand, just go cash in and walk out, you know, <laughs> because it's, uh, the chances of that happening again, right. probably never happen. Right. But, uh, gotta give props to my boy, Robert Woods. <laughs> I put him in my uh my captain spot, and it was the first time he went off that season before he got hurt. So, uh, he's a big reason why I won. Uh, but yeah, man, it's it's, it's been buck wild. But um, just been settling into the new job, uh, doing fantasy football. Obviously, uh, I made the playoffs in several leagues, and I've already lost in a couple of them. One of them I'm struggling because George Kittle got like two catches last night. So, uh, yeah, same, same, same. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, besides of that, um, I haven't really been paying too much attention to politics recently. Uh, gotta, gotta take that in stride, you know, uh, too much of it. And you start kind of feeling toxic and you just want to get away from it. So, uh, I haven't really been, it's, 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 I don't blame you. It's, it's funny. Cause I'm a big, like politics guy myself. I'm very mm-hmm. passionate, but like, yeah, like, I just don't love talking about it though. It's like I just I don't want to sound like a, a cliche yeah. guy, but like you can't but you can't have whether whether it seems like whatever spectrum you are in in policy space, like you can't have a civil conversation with the other side sometimes. It's like it's so hard. And look, don't get me wrong, I bait people sometimes. Like I'll I'll talk about it on yeah. Facebook just because it's fun. Uh it, it gives me the uh release i need to to say what i gotta say and then i can just walk away because it doesn't really bother me but like there's so much inconsistency and in, in, uh hypocritical stuff going on and uh i'm one of those people who are very much like i don't really like either party as it stands right now so you know um i'll sit there and just point the finger out of mall and be like y'all need to chill out had, like the thing like just don't be a jerk people you know if you're not sure yeah i think that's that's (laughs) the best thing to do like don't be a jerk and if you can help people out help people out not hard not rocket science um it is what it is some people get highly invested in that i'm like look man if it makes you that angry you should probably step away just take a break (laughs) you know that's like i you like like, like I still do. Like I, I actually um have a Facebook page about um politics. So I like I like talk. So I, I like talk about politics. Just like the thing is, my thing is if I know I'm answering a discussion, 
I know for a freaking fact I'm not going to reach any middle ground with the person mm-hmm. I'm talking to. I don't even bother, dude. It's like, see, that, that's like- always been my thing. Like, if you know, like, if you're talking to somebody that. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, you, You're right, though. Like, it's because I'm constantly looking for, like, good discourse. Like, let's have a discussion. Like, we don't have to necessarily agree, but, like, I just want to – can you give me something that I haven't heard yet, right? Like, that's what I'm looking for because, like, the reason I'll, I'll get into these debates and discussions is because, like, how much do you really truly believe in, in something until you put it to the test, right? So the way I see it is, is all right, let's let's have a discussion. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, and I try to be open-minded. I'm not going to say I'm not – like, I'm always open-minded. You know, there's some topics that I'm I'm pretty staunch on, and I'm probably not going to have a mind change. But I'm open to hearing the arguments, and if you have a better argument than what I have, and if you do, then I'll, I'll change my mind on it. I don't mind that at all. But most people aren't yeah. like that. Most people aren't looking to have a discussion. They just want to tell you you're wrong, tell you tell you you're a horrible person, and then go about their lives and feel like they're they've done something amazing when when they really haven't. You know, it's like that. That's me in a nutshell, buddy. It's like I it's just I like I've lost so many friends just because of not believing what they believe. It's like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like whatever, man. It's so funny because like man, I, I'm truly blessed to have the friends that I have because like we all know we're we're good people and we don't all agree on the same things. Um but like several of my friends are atheists and I believe in God, like, and it works fine. You know, we don't attack each other. Like we're not rude about it. We just accept each other for who we are, but so we know we're good people, you know? So it's not really an issue. Um, I think like as soon as you go on the internet though, like you don't know who that person is. They don't know who you are. And there's a lot of assumptions being made. And I have that stuff happen to me all the time. If you say this, well, then you must be this. And it's like, no, that's that's not at all. Let's let's discuss this. And they don't want to discuss it. Yeah, natural stereotypes kind of comes into play. And that by himself is very dangerous for the stereotypical, like that's dangerous by itself. So it's like stereotypes and generalizations. And look, there's some generalizations that are true, but there are many that aren't. So, like, you know, if you say something in a broad way, like I'm not gonna call you out on it, but like if you say something in a broad way, but you're pointing it to a specific person, I'm like, eh, you have to draw some connections for me, you know, or I'm going yeah. I'm to I'm say you're messing up, you know? So, um, it's, yeah, it's, um, I hear you. I, I agree with everything you're saying, but it's, um, it, it's kind of funny. Like, it's kind of funny, like along the way, like we've taken political parties to the approach of like ready for a sports team. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the most damnedest thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, it, yeah. this isn't a sports team; it's a freaking country. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, like, one of, one of the debate tactics I use is basically saying, like, okay, look, I understand such and such is so terrible. I was like, can you tell me one thing that's wrong with your party, right? Yeah, and they can't do it, and I'm like, what? Like, you can't name one thing. You can't name one yeah. thing. I can name like a dozen for each easily. Like you can't name one. 
and you're sitting here and you're telling me I'm the one that's biased. What? Like, you know, I just <laughs> like, just call it out. Like, even if it's your team, like call out the bad, you know, like I'm a Saints fan. I understand we're probably not going to win a Super Bowl this year. Like, I'm not going to be delusional about it, you know? <laughs> so it's like, come on, y'all. Hey, like, Ian Book is the answer, my friend. Hey, hey <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the props you gave him on Facebook today. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. I hope the best for him. Like, I think he has potential. I really do. He's a rookie, though. He's a rookie that's getting thrown into a situation he's probably not ready for. Um, but I hope he I hope he surprises us. I hope he's our franchise quarterback for the next 15 years. I really do. Is I, this I think <laughs> I'm going to give props to especially Sean Payne. Like they're not they're not like not having a great season, obviously, but I think they could have done a lot worse this year. It's high a look, the, Sa- the Saints have been highly inconsistent, but like We've been injury plagued, which we're not the only team. So, like, I'm not saying that's the only reason, but like, when you're injury plagued, when you don't have a wide receiver that's that's really worth a damn. Like, look, Traquan Smith's an okay wide receiver. You know, Deontay Harris was an okay wide receiver, but they're both basically like wide receiver threes. You know, yep. like they're not they're not wide receivers that you want to rely on to be your number one, and it shows. It shows. And how we've seen them play, like, I, you know how much it irks me to watch them, like, th- they beat the Packers, right? They beat the Packers, beginning of the year, beat the Packers. It's like, oh, great, awesome win. Go out, beat the Patriots. Go out, beat the Buckers, the Buccaneers, right? These are all really good teams. And I'm just sitting here going, like, how is it you could beat these teams and then you're going to go lose to the New York Giants and then you're going to go lose to the Atlanta Falcons, which yeah. I understand division games tend to be close. You know, those are the games that you can expect a loss just because of random luck or just any given Sunday, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's just so hard to see the Saints play their best and be able to beat any team when they play their best, but not always be playing their best or just not having the personnel to do it, you know. And, 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 I, and I've said, and I've said this the past year. Me being a coach, I really under like appreciate, like like two years ago, let's say I was like a very like biased fan, had no football, my like, coach experience, and I always mm-hmm. said, "Oh, this team has no ch- chance." All thirty-two teams every week, I don't care who it is, have a chance. They're professional football players. Any given Sunday, I've seen the best team game. lose to the worst team. Like it, it, it does happen. And yeah. and look, the Saints defense is is pretty good. They're probably top ten in the league. I would say I'd give them top five really. But uh, if if they have everyone healthy, you know, um, the problem is is we have Alvin Kamara, which we didn't have him for like five six games. Uh, but like we have Alvin Kamara, but then after that, like we don't really have great wide right receivers. The tight ends aren't really that great. We lose Winston. We go to to Trevor Simeon, which God help me played great sometimes, but then played terrible other times. And then when he was playing great, wide receivers are dropping passes that are hitting them in the hands, you know? Um, And then, then, okay. So then Taysom comes in and look, Taysom looks good. You know, Taysom's a game manage type quarterback who can run the ball. So like he's efficient and he can run the ball. Great option. Then he gets his finger hurt. So now, you know, his fingers hurt. He's playing with a hurt finger. So some of his passes are good. Some of his passes, you can tell the fingers like messing them up. Now he's on the COVID list, so we're 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 down to 
our literally QB four, and we just signed Blake Bortles to the squad as a backup because we might not have anybody else, you know. So poor Robbie, poor Robbie Bortles, dude. <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, my my Saints. I don't think this is the year, but look, man, we we have a good good enough young enough defense. Um, if we can get Michael Thomas back with no drama, if we can get Alvin Kamara back, if we can get Winston back, maybe. Um, but like I said, I wouldn't mind if Ian Book was the answer and we could just let Winston ride off into the sunset, you know? Yeah. What's tricky about the Saints, though, this year, Trevor, in my opinion, is it's just so far late in the season for Ian Book to really prove himself. Yep. Unless if he has an amazing three last games, which I love the kid, but I don't think that's going to happen. I, I I don't either. I'm I'm being honest. I don't think I don't think he's going to be great. I think so. I think, now my question is, what do you do in the off season? What do you do in the draft? Because my thinking is okay. James Winston was good, but he really wasn't phenomenal. You have Taysom Hill that you paid a crap ton of money. <laughs> But well, he's not a good Taysom, Taysom's contract is dependent on how much he plays quarterback because his yeah, his, his contract ranges between like twenty six million and like a hundred million depending on how much he plays of what, and that's over four years. <laughs> so like if we pay him twenty six million over four years, that's cheap as hell. But if he's a quarterback, well then obviously you're paying like twenty five a year. So it just kind of depends. Um, okay, so if I'm the Saints. First off, I'm blowing things up. I'm losing every game. Like, I'm trying to get a high draft pick. Uh, I know that's not going to happen. The Saints want to yeah. win. And, and they're still in the playoff race. So, like, I get it. But, like, I just don't think they're going to they're gonna make it in the playoffs. So, I would blow it up. But since they're not blowing it up, okay, we're going to get a mid-range pick, which is fine. I'm sure we have a first this year. We'll probably have some other ones. Um, first thing I'm doing, I'm drafting a wide receiver. I'm drafting another wide receiver, or I'm grabbing one in free agency, one or the other, right? It'd be better to just draft one. We still have Michael Thomas. Get a solid backup wide receiver because obviously we don't have that, right? The tight ends are young, and they usually take two or three years to develop properly in the NFL. So, like, I'm willing to wait on them because they do make some good plays. Um, But my focus is wide receiver. Um after that, probably another lineman in the draft because the Saints just always draft linemen, and it doesn't hurt to have them. <laughs> Teron Armstead's getting older, right? Teron, yeah. Teron Armstead's played a long time, and he's been beat up almost every season. So, like, it's time to to consider him. It might be time to consider another edge rusher. Cam Jordan's starting to get older, too. You know, that's something we have to consider. Um, and Davenport's going to enter free agency probably. So. Probably. He's good enough to keep. It's just question is how much do we pay him? Um, he's been having a, a good season this year. Uh, yeah, but the has, Saints. But, but that, that's but the it, thing, though. That's kind of what makes me laugh, Trevor. Is like he's having a good season, but we've seen it over and over again with these guys in their like in their um with their um, last year in their rookie deals. They yeah. have a really good last season, and then they get paid. Then the production kind of goes down. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's kind of really risky, though. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see like see the Saints let him go. Right. Like the Saints are really good at, at grabbing a free agent defensive lineman and them being pretty good. Right. And we've also drafted some in the past. So like we we have the Saints have a really strong defensive line and and not even 
not only strong, but they have a lot of depth to it. And it's something that they've cultivated. Uh, same thing with the Saints O-line. Like the Saints O-line was down their center and both tackles for several games and no Alvin Kamara. Like that's what, like part of the reason we were losing games, right? During that six, that six loss losing streak we had, we were down three starting linemen, center, two tackles, starting running back. And we had like Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon, you know? So it's yeah. just like, it's hard to, it's hard to score points on offense when you have that much. Um, other than that, look, like I said, all the props to Winston, what I'm, I'm hoping for is the Saints make a blockbuster deal and they bring in Aaron Rodgers, right? Like that's that's the, the golden ticket. I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, look, if he's not going to be with the Packers next year, either he should be with the Broncos or he should be with the Saints. Both those teams have really good defenses. Both those teams have really good run games. Uh, I think the difference is that Sean Payton's a next-level head coach. Uh, as far as offense is concerned, I think he would work very well with Aaron Rodgers. And I also think the Saints organization as a whole wouldn't mind giving Aaron Rodgers um, the say-so in, in like draft and stuff like that, that he wanted with the Packers that he wasn't getting, you know, um, plus the Saints locker room, uh, the Saints organization, every player that's ever played for them, like they love it. Right now you've had a couple bitter ones when they've gotten traded, say some shit like Jimmy Graham, whatever, but the fact of the matter is, is almost all the players in the league understand that like the Saints organization is a great place to go. So I would love to see Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. I wouldn't mind him either. I don't think he's leaving the Seahawks, but you know that would be nice if we could get them. Like if Aaron Rodgers were like the Saints uh, quarterback next year, I would put us as a favorite doing the Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's not I, me. I wanna, that's not me yeah, being I'm, like biased. You know, <laughs> right. Here's I want to um I will talk about Saints. But I want to talk about Russell Wilson because you brought up this game, and I was going to bring up a theory. But um, go ahead. The thing about the Saints with Aaron Rodgers, I would love that because Aaron Rodgers is fantastic. He's a top five quarterback. Still, he's amazing. My worry is if you're going to trade for Aaron Rodgers, that's fantastic. What happens after he leaves? Because you have to imagine. You have to trade a lot of ammo to get yeah. it in the first place. Mm-hmm. You guys have a lot of holes to begin with. It's yeah. like, oh, and that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't even know if it's feasible. But I think yeah. even if it depends on who they trade, because like they can, you know, they could give up some players. Like we we could lose some players and still make it a worthwhile deal. And we'd have to trade a pick too. That would be the downside. But like, yeah. we could make it happen. Um, the question is who like there's there's staples of like the defense that we need to keep right um and offensively kind of the same thing like i don't think i don't think we're dealing alvin Kamara. i don't think we're we're dealing uh michael thomas you know which they'd be stupid to deal michael thomas they really would yeah. we don't have a wide receiver so like <laughs> you know um maybe Kamara, but uh that's you know the the Packers don't, don't need a running back. So I mean I don't either to be honest with you. But like realistically, the Packers don't need a running back, so I don't see Kamara being a factor. Um, we'll see. Like I said, I don't I don't I don't know what they would do, but I know they'd be willing to, you know. Um, but like I said, that's more of a pipe dream. That's just like okay, so we deal all that. We'll get Aaron Rodgers for what, maybe a couple, two, three years, right? Yeah. 
maybe two years of, of prime production like he's playing right now that he's gonna he's gonna fall off. It's close, you know. Um, but here's the thing: if the Saints can keep most of their defense, I mean, if they're healthy, that's a top five defense potentially. Uh, if the O line is healthy, that's a top five O line, right? If Alvin Kamara is healthy and our backup running back is healthy, that's a top five run game, right? Throw Michael Thomas in there, top ten wide receiver, maybe. You know, if we could. If we could draft a, a good young wide receiver, even in the later rounds, like that would be helpful. Um, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers would have the same kind of weapons that he has in Pat with the Packers right now with the Saints, but a better O line and a better defense. So, I um, behind that, yeah. So I mean, that's why I'm, you know, like I said, I wasn't I wasn't being biased when I said like the Saints would be one of the prime candidates for a Super Bowl if Aaron Rodgers went there. I agree with the fact that, like, depending on who they would give up to get Aaron Rodgers would be a huge factor, obviously. But the team is young. So, like, we would make the most out of Aaron Rodgers' last three years. Um, But if it it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You know, I I think Jameis Winston can win us games. You know, I don't don't think he's terrible. You know, there's hit or miss times with him. But as long as the defense stays good, the run game stays good, there's not as much pressure on the quarterback to, to, to make plays, you know, and if that happens, yeah. all he has to do is make good decisions. So I think the Saints, I think the Saints for the draft is going to have a really good shot because assuming they're going to be, maybe this year is kind of different because everybody's winning, which is kind of weird, but maybe mm-hmm. they're going to maybe have a sneak into the top 10 this year in the draft, maybe. Possibly, I say ten to fifteen range. Yeah, so it's like, and quarterback is not that deep, but everything else is really good. It's a really good draft. Mm-hmm. It's a really good receiver draft, like it has been for the past mm-hmm. five years. It's a really good old line draft, good D line draft. Yep. So, I, I would love if you guys got, let's say, a Garrett Wilson from Ohio State, where you guys got, um, Tyler Linderbaum from. Iowa for an O line, you guys are in a really good spot. Or maybe you guys can trade back, um, mm-hmm. maybe to get more draft capital. That's always an option. I would just rather them just get a pick, um, just player. But um, they have a lot of options this year, man. Um, I would say though, if I would say this, if they were to trade back, I would assume they would do so, maybe to get. Another second rounder and maybe get a, like a late, late first in that draft. Maybe you can snatch a quarterback. Let's say like a Matt Corral. Yeah, I think yeah. is the best quarterback in my opinion in draft. I love Matt Corral. Um, so maybe they'll do that. Um, I don't know. I think Sean Payne. It's kind of interesting because I think Sean Payne's going to get the Saints back in track with or without Aaron Rodgers, with or without a quarterback um, that he's going to draft. I think he will get them back on track and. A year or two, I think. So it's going to be. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm totally talk. I, I'm 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 yeah I, yeah sure. Um yeah, I am a Bills fan. So let's talk about the Bills for a second. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying- man, they've been so hit hit or miss uh, compared to what <laughs> I thought they'd be this season. Um, when they play their best, they're one of the best in the league. But they haven't consistently been playing their best. You know, it's just frustrating, dude. It's like. Uh, just I want to be. Yeah, they, they just they just need to throw to Cole Beasley some more. You know that's that's the missing factor right there. <laughs> yep, and then I know it's 
yeah, it's um the O line needs to be better. Yeah, we cannot oh, yeah. keep using that freaking Jacksonville. That, that was awful, mind blowing, terrible, disgusting. Urban Meyer's only two. Well, no, it was Urban Meyer's second and only second win. Yeah, ever in a which is beating me. <laughs> yeah, um, I just realized Urban Meyer two and against the AFC East. Knock on wood. Um, yeah, well. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it's been horrible for us. We had the two-point conversion. We did not, like, make um, against science. That killed us. I agree with the decision, but that killed us at the end. Yeah. We just need to be better, dude. Josh Allen, like, I love him to death, but he's been erratic at times this year, and that's what he killed us. Mm-hmm. Sean McDermott has been horrible this year in terms yep. of, like, clock management. Not going for the fourth down when he has to, being yeah. ultra conservative. That's killed us. Brian Dable basically saying, you know what? I don't want to be a, become a head coach. That's overrated. I'm just going to, you know, throw away my shot this year because that's basically what he's done. He's been horrible. Also, mm-hmm. it's um, thank God for the defense. That's all I'm going to say the defense has built us out so much. Yeah, times. they're they're a lot better than some people thought they'd be, but I thought they were going to be pretty good this year. So, um. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough, man. But I mean, y'all are still in it, so yeah, that's the crazy thing. We should not be this good, but yet you're still. There's a lot of uh, you know, yeah. like seven and seven teams, or uh, you know, in that range. So like, there's a lot of there's a lot that has to go on for some teams to make it in. Especially the AFC, dude. Like that. Yeah. So kind of worms that. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to open. It's just like, I don't know what, I guess we have a clearer picture of what's happening now, but three weeks ago, I could not name you the number one team in AFC. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and now that's kind of how it is with the NFC too, because like, I don't know who the best team in NFC is. That's also a tough. There's a lot of good ones, but like, so the Cardinals were really good, but then they just had a terrible loss. And then like, the Buccaneers are good, but they're so injury like they're injured now for sure. <laughs> um, that you know, they have some glaring weaknesses in their defense, and then now you know, you don't have what at least two key guys that you have to block. And then, I mean, Fournette's out, but that doesn't mean much to me. Uh, you know, I, I believe Ron, Ronald Jones is a really good running back, maybe not as powerful as Fournette, but he, he's good. Um, but I mean, you know, not having Mike Evans this week, not having Chris Godwin, that hurts. That hurts, you know. Uh, that would hurt any team. It just so happens that this team was so stacked. They're still stacked. I mean, they have Antonio Browns coming back. They have Gronk still. Uh, you know, they could tap some of their other uh, tight ends also. You know, it's not like they had only Gronk. And then yep, they um, have O.J. Harvard. They have yep. and break. the O-line. They have... The defensive line beat away the best no stack mm-hmm. in the past 10 years, in my opinion. He's oh, yeah. yeah that, the front the front seven of the Bucks is, is very, very strong. It's just their their DBs like, got decimated with injuries. So, you know, um <laughs> for a while they were playing like their fifth and sixth string cornerbacks, you know. Um can we just acknowledge how great Tom Brady is? And this is gonna pay me. Oh, oh, I mean, you're a Bills fan. That's really hard for you to say. Yeah, but I mean, I've, yeah, I I've never I've never not given Tom Brady his due. Um, yeah, I know. I, I mean, just, he's, he's, I, I have to every time I have to. Yeah. Mention, I mention his name because the guy's phenomenal. But, but 
look, I ruined my childhood. <laughs> yeah, look, he's he's a great quarterback. There, there's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, he's the yeah. goat in my opinion. But uh, if not, he's top three, regardless of whatever anybody wants to say. Um, my my but, opinion, he is the goat just because name me a last time a 44 year old is going to win MVP. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Now, look, the one thing I'll say to detract from Tom Brady is that dude had the best just wide receiver core, tight end core, and running back core in the league for you know for the past year until they started getting hurt. So like it's yeah. you know uh, best situation just, for a quarterback almost. You know, I think the defense could have been better, but um, offensively he had. Uh, an elite quarterback's wet dream, you know, as far as weapons were concerned. Uh, but look, at the end of the day, he had to utilize those weapons, right? He's the one that has to make things run. So, like, I'm not trying to take anything away from him. I'm just saying, like, dude stacked. Was yep. stacked. So, um, that being said, we'll see. I don't, I don't know. I don't have any favorites for the Super Bowl anymore because I just don't know. You know, I could see some of these teams lose, win. Uh, I'm at this point. I'm just going to say Chiefs or Chiefs, Buccaneers, Chiefs, Rams. But that just seems like cheating, almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're definitely some of the favorites. But I mean, there's some other good teams in the mix. So I, I, I think the Rams are going to get better and better. They've had a rough couple of weeks, but I think they're still my my pick just because of just. Talent man, I mean, that Manning Von Miller is going to help. He's not the guy that he, he once was, but he's going to add somebody good depth. And then you got OBJ to help out with the passing game. It's going to, I think, yeah. now yeah. I just hate the Chiefs. I, I hate Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> oh, I hate him. I just, I definitely like seeing new teams in the mix. And, uh, I don't know. I feel like that Chiefs offense was kind of a cheat code for a while too. You know, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, even Clyde Edwards-Alaire is pretty good. Like I don't care what anybody says. He's 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 a good runner. You know, he could work on his blocking and pass catching abilities, but he's a good runner. Um, and uh, I would like to see some different teams. I don't know. I hate the Cowboys so much, but their team's pretty good. You know, they've had some 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 defensive guys show out this year. Uh, Michael Parsons and um, who's their other um, Trayvon Diggs? He's been phenomenal. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, yeah. Step on. there we go. Um, he's been amazing. So just that's a team to watch out for because they'll probably be in the playoffs. Uh, if they could just get their offense together, their offense has been inconsistent. It's not all Dak either, but some yeah. of it's Dak. Uh. Amari Cooper's been playing playing injured. Uh, oh, we'll see. Yeah, but yep, other than that, yep. I um hate to end the podcast um so soon, but I am tired. Guy. Oh no, that's fine, man. We hit about an hour and a half. You know, I was uh yeah. just trying to get an hour or two. You know. Yep. So I appreciate but you I coming would love on. To do it again. Time. Yeah, 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 dude. We, I would love to do it again. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all about having a repeat guest. I don't have an issue with it, so we, we could try to work something out for sure. Um, is there anything you want to pimp out to the to the audience? You have any any uh pages uh, you want to talk about? Anything like that? Sure thing. Um, 
eat your vegetables, um, save your prayers, eat your vitamins, and don't move the bills or the next because they'll freaking chew you so out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, it's a pleasure having you on. Uh, listeners, stay tuned, man. I'm going to start trying to crank out some episodes, but y'all might just be listening to me talk. So, uh, again, if anybody wants to co-host, y'all hit me up. Or if you know anybody that might be interested, send them my way. Other than that, y'all have a great Christmas, probably a great new year, and we'll catch y'all on the flip side. Yep. All right. Later. Jesus, Lord, at last.